Welcome to P3 Radio. The monkey only dances as good as the guy grinding the organ handle. Watch out! Watch out! Watch out! Watch out! This is ridiculous. Truck goes to the way. <laughs> My daddy's winger is big as a Coke can. Cool story, bro. Hey, genius, it's, three, it's 2 p.m. Central. Morning. Why are you shaking like that? PG3 Radio. Nope. Here's your host, Josh Riley. I got a boner right now. Richard Mulliken. Our listeners probably want to hear more about this rat coat. <laughs> it's showtime! It's showtime! It's showtime! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of P3 Radio. I'm Richard Mulliken, joined by my co-host and best friend for the 80th time... Josh Briley, say hey, Josh. I thought we were going 90 this episode. No, it's, this is the 80th episode of P3 Radio. We've been out this for about 18 months now. Hmm. And Sound like you're applying for a job with me. <laughs> we uh, So uh, we what is resumes. your content uh, like, Richard? What is the content like on this show? We'd like to talk wrestling. Really? <laughs> we like to talk wrestling mm. sometimes. Do you have any recommendations? No, 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 oh, no, no, okay. no, no. Don't do okay. that. Don't listen to anything. <laughs> I'll send you a link. <laughs> yeah. Let me comb that, through that. that. I'm getting a, I'm getting a bit of a deja vu yeah. with this situation. <laughs> let, me, let me send you a link. <laughs> what if I search? No, don't search for the podcast. <laughs> no, it's out there. Trust us. <laughs> yeah. No need to do that. That would be uh, too adult of you, sir. <laughs> But no, man, this is the 80th episode. I'm, I'm excited. It's an even number, I guess. Uh, Evenness makes you excited. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> well, I'm an odd number. That's that's how I know you're when an, I'm excited. You're an oddball. It's an odd number. Yeah. No, man, uh, I was sitting there listening back to some of our old episodes last like last week, and I was telling you, I was like, man, the audio quality is just terrible. I mean, you can tell when we started upgrading stuff because it slightly gets better like by like week 40 and it gets a little bit better, you know, on down the line. It's like you can tell, and hopefully we just keep getting better and better quality stuff. But, I mean, you could definitely tell, like, when you listen back to some of those old episodes, especially, like, episode two and three, yeah. that we are just recording off of, like, a laptop with two microphones connected <laughs> to it. Well, maybe we'll keep uh, keep getting better. And I'm hoping at least within two years we have Jermaine Dupree producing <laughs> our, our podcast. I still want Moby to get him, a, I give just us want a, him on the show one stinger. time. Yeah. Hey, this is Moby, and you're listening to the P3 Radio. How much do you think he is he on Cameo? I looked it up. He's not on Cameo. That fucking. Did bastard. we ever talk about? If you're Cameo? listening, Moby, I'm sorry. You're you're a totally cool guy. Do a stinger for us. I don't. I mean, we, we don't even listen to his music. Other than I Shh. want to praise you like a. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think we ever listened to his music as when we were growing up. Thank you. Now that bullshit's going to be in my head <laughs> for the next week. Seriously, last week at work, yeah, I was st- still just ever so often. Why not me? <laughs> that that comes in my head, and I Why and I start thinking about me? that show, and I'm like, fuck, I can't get this out of my head. Then uh, I got to sing it and infect somebody else's brain. Yes, yeah, somebody said something about being fancy last week. So all day long, I was like, here's your one chance, fancy, don't let me down. <laughs> I was thinking, fancy, don't let me down. I, when I when I hear fancy or. Or no, maybe that's not fancy. Is that was that Gwen Stefani? I'm so fancy. You already know. Uh, or classy. No, or sexy it's fancy. Or- 
It's fancy. Rolling on the radio. Huh? <laughs> is that that's how it goes? Yeah, it's uh, it's. I maybe uh, you've heard it. Yeah, I, I know the song. It's uh, what's her name? She's the white Australian rapper. Uh, I don't. I can't think of it now. I know. I, I, maybe it's classy. No, it's fancy. I think. I think. I think that's the name of it. Iggy Fettuccini. Iggy Azalea. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's Iggy. She's she's Australian. Is she? Yeah. She's well, she's heart. white blonde and Australian, and when you hear her talk, you think it's Little Kim. Hmm. Have you ever heard an interview with her? I have not. Iggy I've never Azalea. heard her speak besides that song. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, she's. Um, I don't know if she's done. I mean, she's kind of stepped away from from like the spotlight a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, she said some bullshit or something. What? <laughs> she's she's one of them that fucked up and said something she shouldn't, and she'll be back in like two years. Yeah, it'll be her comeback song. Yeah, she'll issue an apology and all be forgiven. I wonder what she said. I don't know. I just remember hearing some kind of to do. Some kind of to do. <laughs> it was one of them. It's not her place to say what she oh, said. It's oh, gotcha. really political, and gotcha. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> oh, oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Here's a sample of what she sounds like. Thank you so much for being here. No, thank you for having me. I'm so excited about the new music. Me too. The new EP is surviving. Actually, the she doesn't sound anything like she does in her songs. And we've got two new tracks out so far. Yes. They're both kind of a little bit of a departure uh, for you. They're a little different, yeah. I would Just say, get than to what it. we've heard before. What the hell is she wearing? Leg They're warmers? And underwear? My, yeah. Uh, album. And a tube top kind of with a fucking dress like a, shirt under it. I guess resurgence almost to or a nod to my earlier like mixtape stuff that I did before I got signed. Uh-huh. Um, okay, she doesn't sound like so that at it all. Feels new, but it feels when she how does about don't ching that cup when you're doing an interview? Sure, is that a good <laughs> for, me. for you? Yeah, yeah. She doesn't sound like that at all. If you hear her songs where she's talking, she's like, "Do that, do that, do that." Like, listen to her. Like, like if you hear do that, do that, do that. Like you were just talking about that "I'm so fancy" song. Like, listen to her talking that. She doesn't have an Australian accent at all. And she kind of, like, talks like... Like I said, she she has that, like... she's She has that put-on accent. Like, mm. the... the kind of like Christian Bale. Does Christian Bale have a put-on accent? Well, I mean, he's British, right? I don't know. Is he British? Yes. And then he? he puts on that accent for uh, the movies. But I've actually heard interviews of him talking, like, without an English accent. I don't know if he's standing character or what, but... And I've heard interviews with him, like, oh, yes, and... You know, he's not, like, super... Uh, I was, I'm not going to say that word, but... <laughs> the L word. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. I was trying to find... You got a thing. beeper? Uh, No, I have a cell phone now. Hmm. Oh, here we go. You don't sell crack anymore? No. Here you go. I got a beep. I got a beeper now. Go. Limey. Well, you missed it. <laughs> I didn't know you were just going to say it. I thought you were just going <laughs> to. <laughs> you will never work for the FCC. Neither will I. <laughs> this is the song you were talking about. Like. First things first, I'm the realist. Millie Vanilli, that's not her. Does that sound like the same girl that was just talking? No. <laughs> like, really? 
You see what I'm saying now? So you don't think that's even her? No, I didn't, you know. No, that's not her. I mean, you just heard her talking. So, well, my album drops next week. I don't know why she talks like this. Because <laughs> it's ain't a good Australian accent. <laughs> but she was, you, she, I got a guy on Smoko. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I told you, you thought I was making yeah, it. She yeah, doesn't do sound that, like do that, that in real life. She does not sound like that in real life, apparently. And I was just as shocked as you when I just pulled that interview up and looked like an asshole just about two seconds ago. When I was like, listen to her voice right here. And she's like, well, we go on stage next week and we're going to do this. And yeah, I'm excited about my album. Yeah. I don't know what I don't do. No, that's not. This was not an interview with Adele. This was just Iggy Fettuccine. <laughs> yeah, Iggy Fettuccine. Iggy Azalea. But Whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then you hear, then you hear the... Who that? Who that? Who that? Do that. Do that. No, that's a different. That's Charlie XCX that's singing. She had another one called Boom Clap. But I mean, to go from we got a new album coming out, <laughs> chinging the fuck out of a cup, <laughs> to to this. <laughs> Don't touch that. Look at it. I bet you wishing you could clutch that. Yeah, she doesn't sound like that at all. She's just putting on a front. So if if that isn't a Millie Vanilli situation, it's a Millie Vanilli situation. Yeah. <laughs> She's either acting and singing like this and as a way to I don't know, dude. That I don't know why nobody's caught on to that, that she doesn't talk that way. It would be like, you know, me coming out with a country album going, country music singers. <laughs> like, I well, don't I mean, talk if, that if way. That's your gimmick. And, that, and, you know. Maybe that's her gimmick. I mean, is this it's, supposed it's to be got a gimmick? Her, it's got, well, why not? It's made but her a bunch think, of money. But you would think in this day and age that that would be frowned upon majorly. Like, it'd be like me doing a Jamaican album. <laughs> Nobody said anything to snow. <laughs> in that that does drive me crazy when somebody goes Jamaican in a song and they're not Jamaican. Like it drives me crazy. There was this band called Sugarland and they had this song called Stuck on You. And then the end of it, they're like, oh, 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 stuck on you. <laughs> you're like, what are you doing? Like, Where's that coming from? <laughs> you just get off vacation. Yeah, it's uh, Sugarland. <laughs> And I think it's that's their name. Um, they're a country music. Uh, well, they're not like typical country, like pop country, kind of. Yeah, and they go Jamaican, and I'm like, what are they doing going Jamaican? Here, listen to this. Is that Penny from uh, Big Bang? That's the lead singer. No, not mm. at all. But are you sure? I'm positive. But you hear how she sounds right here, right? I mean, so y- you hear that, right? She sounds like a normal, like, person. 
And this isn't even that bad. Now look, to be fair, you know damn well Michael Bolton does not talk the same way he sings. <laughs> but yeah, and but they don't put on an accent like from another country or region. <laughs> okay, do you think John Fogarty talks the way he sings? Well, I'm going to the store now. Listen, listen. Hold on, it gets. <laughs> Wait, she's holding him hostage. Yeah. That's like five years Listen. in prison. <laughs> Everybody wants worse. some. It wasn't me. Come over here, rude boy. <laughs> Like, oh, got your hostage in the shed. Uh-oh, uh-oh, soon you will be dead. Like, well, this is the part where Shaggy was supposed to come in. <laughs> we got the man hostage in the shed. I'm oh. going to dance in front of you. Then you Why will you be dead. Why you wearing a light car unitard? But I mean, I get it. We I got get... a bunch of pictures of you on the shelf and the wall. Will you? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to give you liquor well. and make you very drunk. <laughs> I bet they're giving I'm calling the video. Caribbean rum. Right. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they just... That's like, why she's talking like that. Like, yeah, they just had a part for Shaggy in it, and he just like, I, I, I will not do this song. He's like, I'm sorry. I don't even think he talks that way. <laughs> yeah. Look Shag- up Shaggy. Shaggy interview. interview. I think he's like just a regular dude, but he's he puts that 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 uh that song that that, that song that accent for, that song on the accent. <laughs> now I'm gonna look like an asshole probably, but I'm think there he is down there. Shaggy interview Breakfast Club Power ninety five. I think or he he's just like a regular dude. So you think he's just a regular dude and he doesn't have that accent? Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Well, that guy definitely does. The Breakfast Club, and we have a, a special guest. I, I, I got to do it, Mr. Lover, Lover. Shaggy. Shaggy's in the building. Good morning, son. I'm pretty sure that's Jamaican. Hold on. Hold on. See, Evan knew better than to say it wasn't me. You see how he didn't go that route. Yo, that record still makes you a lot of money, though. I'm happy with it. Yeah. I'm <laughs> happy everybody you. comes up every time and be like, yo, it wasn't me. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure that's Jamaican. That's <laughs> close. Well, that, that works for a little while until you, you get caught, right, Envy? Not a, you, well, shut up, Angela. <laughs> I wish I'd let him talk. You find yourself not wanting to say that? <laughs> like, like, you might come out the bathroom nah. and it's like somebody blew it up and you're like, hey, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is that you could use it in any any situation. Right. Got you. Yeah, you know I'm saying? Any situation. Yeah, that's Jamaican. That, man. He's so, Jamaican. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm Jamaican. No, I'm, that's a blessed. Jamaican accent. I say it every day. I said music saved my life. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So I have to give it that respect. You mm-hmm. know what give I mean? it that well, respect. I don't hear that. Yeah, it's Jamaican. Yeah. Now that's Jamaican that's somebody that's lived here since yeah. 1994. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, after a while the the accent fades a little bit. But that's Jamaican. Got my pass. Oh really? After a while, the accent fades. It fades a little bit. We've done two interviews with Bill Dundee. It fades a little bit. Yeah, brother. brother. I bet you it doesn't sound like it did when he first moved here. Oh no, no, no. He's got the southern slang a little bit, but it doesn't change like this. Listen, if they let him talk, we could play football. You're not talking about football. Not you. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Just in case you don't, you know. Got you. I'm just letting you know. But you see how? Yeah. There's a there's an Australian draw there. Uh, Australian? Not Australian. <laughs> There's a Jamaican draw there. Uh, I now, it, it's definitely stronger in his songs. That's for sure. Come on, brother. But yeah, I mean, yeah, you can definitely hear Jamaican there. But yeah, 
he's lived here since it says 94. He's, he's a Jamaican musician. Let's see. Let's see when he moved here because he fought in the Gulf War for us. <laughs> for us. So I don't know. Let's Not that see. that's funny. I mean, that's just, you wouldn't expect Shaggy right. being in there <laughs> right. fighting in the Gulf War. Over in the desert, you're the bombing on Saddam. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you just don't, you don't see that. I mean, that's awesome that he did it, but. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, you just don't see him as like fighting in the Gulf War. You don't. You just don't see that. What what branch was he in? He was in the Marines. Really, Shaggy's a Marine. I did he not enlisted know that. in the United States Marine Corps in 1988. I guess. So, uh, so yeah, he doesn't say anything on his little bio about him moving from Jamaica, but it says he was born in Jamaica, but. He lives in New York, so I don't know when he moved to New York. But is uh, I, I, I'm I love geography, but I'm very embarrassed. Is Jamaican a U.S. territory? No. <laughs> so how it, that he had to have got residency here first, and then enlisted in the Marines. So he had to have been living here since he was a kid. Yeah, I mean, he was probably I don't know. I mean, we could look up Jamaica. We did a you did a commercial. <laughs> Wasn't me. <laughs> you did a commercial uh, uh, about speaking in Jamaican, and if we want to talk about that real quick, that was Florida Ticket Station. Uh, if you want to go ahead and book your vacation for Florida this this summer, uh, it's rapidly approaching. We're already in February, and before you know it, it's going to be spring break, and you're going to be thinking, "Hey, I want to be going to Disney World, Disneyland, something like that." If you want to book that and help out our show. Just do that by going to tinyurl.com slash p3florida. Book your Florida trip today using that code, tinyurl.com slash p3florida. You get your tickets from Florida Ticket Station. They're guaranteed to be authentic, get you on point on your vacation, the way it should be with Florida Ticket Station. Once again, the link is p3radio.com. I'm sorry, tinyurl.com slash p3florida. Uh, and get your tickets today, but yeah, Orlando so, looking pretty good down there, man. <laughs> Universal Studio, get your Martin McFly on. So I don't know how he he must have been. Maybe he was born here, but he's like from Jamaican parents. Maybe he was born here and he's actually a citizen. I don't know. You'd have to look it up. Do you have to be a citizen of ours to fight in our military? You have to be a resident. Yeah, so maybe he's just a resident. But I mean, that if not, like a citizen, I, a, I mean, when I say resident, now I have a more um, newfound respect for Shaggy. If you know he just came over as a resident, well, that maybe that's why nobody knew he was in the military. Hey, did you were you ever in uh, any armed forces? Wasn't me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but you know, you've used that joke twice now. But did you? <laughs> why not? I mean, how much do you think it gets thrown on him? Every he gets, in, he's in Target in the fucking frozen food aisle. Hey, was it you? Was it you? It, yeah. I mean, I, you think people are picking him out of a lineup in, in the frozen food aisle? Like, they know who he know. is. In Jamaica, uh, he may be down there on vacation visiting family or whatever. Was it you, man? Was it you? Tell I want to know more about Shaggy now. I'm kind of impressed by him, you we'll know? Just, uh, but, I mean, if he came over here, and... if he came over here and he did, like, uh, okay, so here we go. Born October 22nd, 1968. His name is Orville Richard Burl. Orville. Burl. 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 Earl Burl. That'd be a Orville Dick Burl. <laughs> what are you trying to say? <laughs> Better known as Shaggy is a Jamaican music musician. He's a mu- magician. <laughs> He's a studio magician. <laughs> <laughs> I can only do my magic in a studio. I'm doing it for all the TV stations, man. Uh, 
and a United States Marine who fought in the Persian Gulf War. He is best known for his hit singles, O Caroline, which I don't know that one. Bombastic, I do know. It wasn't me and Angel. Uh, he took the stage name Shaggy from the popular TV show Scooby-Doo. Uh, but he was born in Kingston, Jamaica in 1987. You can't almost, you almost have to go, Kingston, no, Jamaica. No, he, was, <laughs> he was born in 1968. In 1987, he took singing courses and was discovered a year later. While singing. Singing in the streets with friends. <laughs> you know, Jamaican doo-wop group. Yeah. <laughs> His son, Richard O'Neill Burrell, uh, is a rapper known as Rob Banks. So he's got a son that's doing. Okay, so he's Ranger Ross's cousin. So yeah, he he was born in 1968 in Kingston, Jamaica. I don't know why every time I say Kingston, Jamaica, I almost have to Jamaica. I have to do the Sugarland thing and go Jamaican, <laughs> Kingston, Jamaica. <laughs> but he was born in Kingston, Jamaica in 1987. Uh, Shaggy enlisted in the United States Marine Corps in 1988 and obtained the MOS of 0811 Field Artillery Cannon Crewman. <laughs> He shot cannons for a living. Wow. <laughs> he served with the Field Artillery Battery in the 10th Marine Regiment during the Persian Gulf War. The highest rank he achieved was Lance Corporal, although he was reduced in rank twice. <laughs> Shaggy perfected his signature singing voice in the Marine Corps. So it doesn't say how he got over it, like how he became a U.S. citizen or anything like that. It just... <laughs> it some, was like he was discovered singing in the streets in 1987, <laughs> and for some odd reason, he joins the Marines in 1988. Yeah. I think you have a career in singing. <laughs> Maybe you should join the Marines. <laughs> yeah, that's normal. Like, when did uh, who who's that uh, Barry, the 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 record producer, Chuck? Uh, not Chuck Barry is. Uh, what's his no, name? he's a film producer for bathroom films, right? <laughs> he's got to have a glass coffee table. I and thought a he was full, Johnny B. Good. A full bladder. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it Barry. Now I'm all I'm thinking of is Chuck. Well, anyways, that record producer was on a cruise and they got to Jamaica and it's like, hey, you hear that poor boy singing in the streets? <laughs> Let's, he sounds terrific. Let's let Let's not do anything with it. Until he joins the military and learns how to sing there too, like they. Wikipedia I think going to terrible. the I think going to the Marines will really let him find his voice. <laughs> I think that's where it's at. But that's pretty cool. I didn't know that about Shaggy that he was a Marine. Uh, I wonder what he got demoted for twice. It said he got he got busted down a rank twice. Is what they said. Yeah. Yeah. He was demoted twice. To, yeah. Wonder what he did. Uh, it doesn't say. Well, anyways, yeah, have a newfound respect for Shaggy now, I guess. But I tell you what, now now that we've talked about having more pride in somebody that you thought not little of, well, I guess you thought little of him, but <laughs> having more pride in somebody that you thought little, you know lesser than what you thought they would have been, uh, well, let's get on to wrestling. And uh, me and you were talking before uh, we went on live here about maybe the saddest wrestling that we ever saw. <laughs> and 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 it was it was something that even when I watched it in high school I felt really sad about. Uh, this took place in 1999, so I was like in ninth or tenth grade when this came out. So October of 99, so I was in tenth grade. Um, I felt really bad because it was called uh, Heroes of Wrestling, and if you haven't watched Heroes of Wrestling, uh, it's it makes you feel bad. There's only like maybe two guys in this whole thing that are not past their prime. And we're talking about these are stars from like the early 90s, late 80s. 
Now on paper, it looks like a wonderful card. Oh yeah, I mean, if you look at the, if you look on paper, uh, I'll try to find the card so I can read it off. Okay, the Samoan SWAT team uh, takes on Marty Jannetty and Tommy Rogers. Greg Valentine taking on George the Animal Steel. Two Cold Scorpio versus Julio Fantastico, which we didn't know much about him, and we could look him up later. Uh, that might have been the youngest averaged uh, age of the match, you know, a pairing of matches. Uh, Julio Fantastico was legit the, the youngest guy on that card. Yeah, I mean, and to the point where nobody knew who he was. He's 46 now, so he was like 20 back then. <laughs> he was 20. He was 27. Yeah, he was 27 when that show came out. So he was like very young. Uh, I don't know if he's ever worked for anybody major. I think he's just an independent. Well, no, he was Julio, Julio De, Niro. De Niro. Okay, so yeah, he wrestled. He was in ECW, Hot Commodity. I, I remember Julio Fantastico, but he was never like a major yeah. player. I remember he was kind of like the dupes and yeah. I remember Julio De Niro. and the the Baldies and all that. You right. Know. So you, then you have the Bushwhackers taking on Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov. Uh, Tully Blanchard versus Stan Lane. I build the butcher versus one man gang. Jimmy Snooker versus Bob Orton Jr. And Jim Neidhart and, and King Kong Bundy taking on Jake Roberts and Yokozuna, which was originally supposed to be two separate matches. It was supposed to be Jim Neidhart, I think. And now I'm just going by the way this thing looked Jim Neidhart and Jake Roberts, then King Kong Bundy and Yokozuna, because they did a thing at the beginning of the show where Yokozuna and King Kong Bundy got into an argument to set up a match for the main event. But I think what happened was during the match that Jake was in that they noticed Jake was in no condition to work. So they sent Yoko and Bundy out to just make it a tag match to get him through it. And what was so crazy about it, they make it a tag match literally like five minutes into the match. Right. Uh, and the promoter then, comes out, everything. The, it's crazy. You also had Dutch Mantel, Captain Lou Albano, and Michael St. John doing backstage interviews. So, I mean, you had a star-studded event here, and on paper it looks good until you realize this was on the cusp of two, the year 2000. <laughs> like, we're two months away from being the year 2000. And you go, oh, man, all those stars, pretty much all of them were big in the early 90s, late 80s. And then um, you look at the rosters of WWE or WWF at the time yeah. and WCW and right. ECW still. You look at all those rosters, and it's on, I, I'm not meaning this in a demeaning way, but this was almost like the leftovers of the era before. Right. Or somebody like Julio Fantastico who hadn't got there yet. Or you know what I mean? Right. Um, I want to say they did another one of these, didn't they? Where Rikishi came out, and this is before he was, you know, back in WWE as the dancer. Uh, I could be wrong about that, but uh, I think I think they did another one. I want to say I remember when Rikishi came out, uh, and he was bigger, and I'm like, man, Rikishi, you know, Fatu gained a lot of weight because I think they were calling him Fatu. Fatu. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, man, he gained a lot of weight. But then, like a couple months later, WWE signed him. But it wasn't Heroes of Wrestling, I don't guess. But we looked it up, and Heroes of Wrestling, uh, they, 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 they shot this in what was it, St. Louis, Mississippi, Bay, St. Louis, Mississippi. And I just happened to stop because they still have. There's a HeroesOfWrestling.com, which I don't think that has anything to do. I could be wrong. No, but, because that that I believe that was a it was a one off. Yeah, it was a uh, I forget the promoter Randy Rosen something, but 
he never did anything else again in wrestling, I don't think. Right. I mean, I don't know, man, but that was like the saddest show. You know he blew a budget on this. Yeah. Like, he had a huge budget, then he just bought all the 80 stars. And, I mean, like I said, it was it looked good on paper, but then you actually see them going, and you're like, man, these guys are in there, you know. you know, And, and some of them were bigger guys. They were like chubbier guys and, you know, more built guys back when they were popular. And you can tell their joints are just gone. Yeah. Uh, but the the one really sad part when I watched this, I knew something wasn't right, was this Jake the Snake Roberts interview. Uh, and this is from Heroes of Wrestling. They do a backstage interview, and they go, uh, now going to Michael St. John backstage and his interview with Jake the Snake Roberts. And this is what came out. And I remember being, like I said, about 16 years old, 15 years old, going, I don't seem right. Something's up. Jake's acting like Uncle Chris on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something was up. So let's go. Uh, I'll, let's play a little bit of it. Horrible audio quality. The man, Jake the Snake Roberts. He is a man that you all recognize. He's a legend. Come on, Jake. Get on in here. The folks want to hear from you. Well, I'll tell you what I You know, you're a casino. Everybody says, well, gosh, a casino, you should gamble. Let me tell you something, Hamble. You don't want to play <laughs> okay. college. So what you heard there was, hey, guys, you know, we're at a casino. He's like, that's what somebody said. Hey, you're at a casino. And somebody said, well, hey, you should gamble. Well, you know something, Anvil, and like I know that that's very David Lee Roth like lines that he just threw at you. But as he's doing that, he takes his hair and pulls it over the, the front of his head like bangs. And he's ma- no, he's making like a mohawk. <laughs> yeah, as he's talking for no reason at all. So, and it's just horrible audio quality. I'm gonna see if I can't uh, adjust some things here and make it sound better. Maybe because I'll cheat. Okay, I cheat. You want to play twenty one? I got 22. You don't play blackjack? I got two of those, too. You don't play... I don't think that's how that game goes. I got too many of those, too. Bottom line is this. You do not gamble with me. The only thing you should gamble is this. Listen to me. All right, he did the classic, listen to me. And I know know this is probably kicking him while he's down, but I'm just saying, picture you as like a 15-year-old watching this and going, what in the... And you've already seen, like, this has been, this is towards the end of the night, so you've already seen, like, some pretty bad wrestling. Uh, the only match that was any good was Two Cold Scorpio and Julio De Niro. Like, that was a really good match. Uh, but both guys were still young, and uh, I don't think Two Cold Scorpio knows anything about being old. Like, the last match I saw of his was, like, seven years ago, and he was still doing, like, cooler and, like, more high, high, high athletic moves. Like, he did, like, a, um, What's the one? It's like a swan time, but you do a 450 and keep rolling like a seven. Yeah. He did that, and I was like, holy crap, he's still got it. I have, I have no doubts in my mind. He'll be doing like 450s in a hover round. Yeah, I mean, he is just – so, I mean, that's almost like you can't even count that. But, like, some of the other matches were just terrible. But, yeah, let's finish this out. Casino, and you want to gamble. The main thing is you should realize this. To gamble, you must accept losing. I don't accept losing. And even if Damien, Damien, my friend, <laughs> my friend, Damien. He turns his back to the camera. Yeah, the snake it. does look like it's sticking his head out of the bag. I think Jake should go over there and get that. Now he's doing the thing. Let me show you something. Come here, look at this. Let me show you this. 
Go ahead. Yeah, Anvil, the snake's head is sticking out. Mr. Cameraman, get your ass back up here. <laughs> Hello? I'm talking to you. Get the camera back up here. <laughs> I forgot about that part. <laughs> now Jake's running the production crew. Yeah. <laughs> that is not what you need to worry about, Anvil. <laughs> well, then why the fuck did you mention it? <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. He did know better that that camera shot on the snake was going way too long. <laughs> Should have just shot at it and went. And and Michael St. John is not mean Gene. I know that. But Michael St. John was like, oh, yeah, snake. Stick his head out. He's like, oh, my God. You know, he's got his head out, Jake. He's not really helping him. He's just like, yes, right he now. is. He's holding Jake up right now. <laughs> right now, that's Jake what it is looks like. literally propping himself up on Michael St. John. And I dare you say Michael St. John <laughs> did not help in this interview. He was holding that bastard up. Who's every bit of two seventy? Yeah, worry about this snake. Hey, cameraman, get back up. Anvil, don't worry about that. <laughs> it's like what? Okay. Anvil's in the back going. What do I worry about? What am I supposed to worry about? Here? No, I'm worried about being out there with you. <laughs> That's what I'm worried about. I'm going to make an attack match, baby. <laughs> All right, here we go. The bottom line is this. When the DDT comes, then the snake comes out. Worry about the DDT. 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 DDT, 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 DDT. A man of his word, Jake the Snake. Was like three people back to ringside. DDT, a man of his word, because he said he'd be here. I'll be there, brother. I promise I will, in any condition. But I mean, let me tell you what you got to worry about. <laughs> me showing up fucked up and drunk. No, no, get your goddamn ass up back up here. I'm talking to you. <laughs> you ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> no, I mean, I guess the, the the thing about it is too, when you're watching. I wonder, this, did he tell his wife that the DDT comes first, <laughs> then the snake comes out? <laughs> but I mean, and I love Jake Roberts. Don't get me wrong. Oh I, yeah. I hope this doesn't sound like I'm bashing the guy. And he was at a. You can tell at a bad point in his life here. And thank God he's turned it around. But watching that back is just, man, it, it makes you feel bad. And and then you, you honestly, and this is really how I'm going to say it, it's really bad that you can see where he was going with that interview. And if he was sober, that would have been a great interview because he comes out, but he loses himself in there sometimes. Yeah. But he comes out and he's like, you know, you're in a casino. And if you're in a casino, they tell you you're supposed to gamble, you know. Anvil, if you want to gamble tonight, you know, maybe you want to play blackjack. You know, I've got one of those. Maybe you want to play, you know, whatever. I've got two of those, too. Maybe aces and eights. Well, I've had some of those before, too. But Anvil, know that. You know, you can see where it's setting up. It was almost like he got drunk and then watched a PowerPoint on this interview. <laughs> right. And then, like, spouted them out. But right. it didn't make sense. Yeah, he didn't put them in the, you know, and he's like, you know, and he's pointing out, you know, I've got a friend over here named Damien. But you don't need to worry about Damien right now. What you need to worry about is the DDT. Then you need to worry about Damien. Because the DDT comes first. Right. And then comes Damien. You know, and then, you know, and then, I don't know. He, cha- I, I don't think if he was sober, he would have been DDT. <laughs> no. DDT. But, I mean, you could see it's a brilliant interview. And I'm sure he didn't have, like, cliff notes or anything. He just thought of that off the fly. Even a messed up Jake at the time came up with a great interview. It was just the... 
it, it's just it's kind of like the uh, execution wasn't there. Uh, but that's what made it sad. That's what made this whole event sad. You know, you had guys that were coming out and doing things well past their prime. And like I said, Sheik and Nikolai Volkov for wrestling here against the Bushwhackers. And, I mean, you, <laughs> I, 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 the Sheep Herders were one of the most violent teams ever, and then they become Vince. They got more notoriety with Vince McMahon as the yeah. Bushwhackers and everything. Uh, but they weren't ring technicians. They were more like – they were like Hacksaw Jim Duggan. They are like the – you know, the you find a gimmick that you get and, you know, it, it sticks with you. And, yeah. hey, man, you don't have to be good at what you do. You just go out there and, you know, you do the bushwhacker strut thing and lick a kid on the head and, and roll Which around. would be awful yeah. nowadays. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you lick people and you, you, you're just those two big goofy guys. And that works for you. That makes money, you know. Yeah, yeah. They drew uh, – there's no telling what they drew for Vince. Just right. doing the punch, kick, yeah. bushwhacker bullshit. Yeah, but, I mean, like I said, not ring generals. So when you watch it and you're like, eh. <laughs> you're like, ah, that was not a good match. But, but technically, they did just what they had to do. Right. I, that's not to say that the Bushwhackers couldn't have a match. They got the knowledge. I'm more than positive right. they got the knowledge. Right. Oh, no, it's no, no, just no. they yeah. never had to after they became the Bushwhackers right. because why would you? Right. Why would you do more? Well, even when they were the sheep herders, they were more like a physical, like... Well, it's your job. Right. You're not going to do your buddy's job as well just because you can. Right. You know what I mean? You're going to do what you your boss tells you to do. Right. And that's it. Right. I mean, if you, you know, say like you work the fry machine like at, at, at the job, you're not going to go over there and be like, hey, now I need to make hamburgers. No, you make fries. Right. <laughs> that's what you do. And you do good at fries. Just stay and in the boss lane. pays you handsomely yeah. to work them fries. <laughs> it may be boring to work the fries and, and do them, but you're getting paid. Yeah, the only other thing that I can remember being this sad was that AWF that I t- what we used to talk about. Oh, came over yeah. Where they had rounds because the guys were so old they couldn't <laughs> like keep up for try- a good 10-minute match. In, in that defense, they were trying to make it different like uh, the world of sport over in uh, England you know if you've ever watched any of that on YouTube I mean that's pretty cool like I've seen some Adrian Street uh, things when he was still over there before he came to America doing World of Sport Billy Robinson and shit like that it's interesting but it's not really my cup of tea but you can't tell me that they have points and rounds and crap right but But it's it's, it's a work match you can't tell me that this match was not like these matches for AWF and for those of you don't know it's the American Wrestling Federation uh, and we've talked about it before. Um, it was in, what, the mid-90s? Like 94 or 95 is when they started. I want to say it was even like a little bit later than that. No, uh, it was yeah, it was, it was called AWF Warriors of Wrestling. And I want to say it was a little bit like, like 96. Attention! But, Americans have the freedom of choice. And your choice for professional shaggy. wrestling should be the American Wrestling Federation. <laughs> Lance Corporal Shaggy! So, yeah... Th- Tito Santana. Yeah, 1995. Manny Fernandez. Coco. I mean, they had some good wrestlers, but, I mean, you're looking at some of the wrestlers that they had, and you're like, you're like, you know why some of these were, like, really cool with them doing How did they wake Mr. Hughes up for that? (laughs) He sets down for the second (laughs) round and goes to sleep. (laughs) Does he? I think he does have narcolepsy. I could be wrong. And we're laughing at him. Yeah. He could probably still kick our ass. Probably. He's a big I dude. think if we both fought him, 
Now, see, we're trying to do this, and we're talking about beating up Mr. Hughes. He shouldn't do that. But, yeah, I mean, that was probably the sad. That was the second saddest that I've That's ever sad. been. That's sad. Who the fuck is that guy? God, can you imagine him being your dad coming to pick you up for school? <laughs> hey, son, I'm here. He looks like he owes somebody, like, booking-wise money. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I can't be on TV too long. I bet uh, on the Jets. Right. <laughs> and they lost. I'm going to go hang myself now. Uh a little dark, <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> but no, we were talking about wrestling because, you know, you had mentioned uh, being like in wrestling news. Like, I know we're like a week behind now, but we filmed this like the day after it happened. Some big things happened. There uh, was last big, week. Big, big things. Like last week with WWE wrestlers. Well, it wasn't, uh, it was just at this point, it was two days ago. Yeah, but uh, well, we're we're a week in the future now, Josh. So we're we saying are, we are back so in the future. Probably more of this stuff to come, and like the results, if any, were probably known by now. But bear with us. <laughs> we're so still talk the about first it. one we're going to talk about is Jimmy Uso and Naomi. So they wrestle as the Usos on uh, WWE, which makes me wonder because their real his real name is Jimmy Fatu, right? So she's Trinity Uso, Fatu. Did Uso, Uso means brother in Samoan. Oh, okay. You ain't heard Brian Christopher yeah, ever no, say that's I, my Uso. Yeah, talking I, about Rakish. Well, they say Us. Us and Uso. Yeah. He says that's my Uso, and blah 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 blah. I yeah. heard him in a. That's my Uso. Yeah. Either way, that's a brother. But Jimmy Uso and Naomi get pulled over in uh, Detroit. I think it was. Yeah. And for going the wrong way on a one way street. <laughs> right, which is bad, especially when it's after midnight. And uh, the officer that pulled him over said that he smelled alcohol in the car. Yeah. And he wanted Trinity, who is Naomi, Naomi. to step out of the uh, step out of the car, and immediately Jimmy Uso right. jumps out of the car, takes his shirt and jacket off, and squares off to the cops. <laughs> He's like. You know, squaring up with him. Yeah. I wonder when he did that. Did he hop out and he was like, Oh, look, I got that guy from Samoa, from Samoa. And then Naomi hit the music or whatever. <laughs> Would have been awesome if he stepped out of the car and goes, You don't play 21. <laughs> well, I got 22. <laughs> so he takes his shirt off and squares off to the cops and they end up talking him down. They like, they got the tasers out and yeah, everything. Yeah. Because he's a big guy. Like he's He's like, 31 years old, but like I'd have to look up his stats. He's I a think pretty he's big about guy. six foot, 235, 240, something like that. Yeah, that's pretty big. I mean, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, that is that is that's a pretty decent sized guy, and especially if he's drunk and he's oh, yeah, muscled he, up because you, you know wanna... he's got muscles and stuff. So, oh, six, yeah. two, six, three, yeah, he's six, two, six, three. Uh, two, Jimmy's the bigger one, yeah, 251, yeah, yeah. so yeah, six, three, 250. Wow. I'm, out, not, I'm trying. Nah. Yeah, I'll get the taser. <laughs> yeah, especially if he's drunk, you know. But either way, um, the thing about that is, there, you know, Jimmy he got arrested for disorderly conduct, and that was it. And nothing else was said about the alcohol smell or right. anything like that. And it kind of makes you wonder, you know, did Jimmy get out and do that to try to take away from something else? Or was he genuine? You just, we don't know what happened. We don't know what made him jump out and all that. It's just the report said that they asked Naomi to get out. He gets out instead and starts acting that way. And Naomi, if she was drunk, you know, they didn't arrest her. So I'm thinking that Jimmy was probably one that was, you know, where that smell was coming from. But right. that's speculation. Yeah. But the thing about it that, that is the most intriguing 
is I believe their contracts, both of their contracts. And in April. Exactly. Now, we're seeing a trend with that to where it's, you know, Dean Ambrose, his contract's in, and he's already said, I'm done, and they're keeping him on TV and all right. that. We've talked about that in other places. But what I heard, now this was from Ringside News, and, you know, I'm not very familiar with Ringside News, but I do know that it's a bigger site. But they are speculating, and they got the source from Fox News. Fox News even did an article right. on Jimmy and Naomi. But they're saying that they're thinking that they're trying to get fired. Yeah. That way that they can go to AEW and, and all that. But here's my thing with, with that whole rumor with that. Why would you want to get fired when your contract's ending in a couple months anyways. Right. Now, my only question would be, if you got fired like or your contract ended, I think you still have a 90-day no-compete. Even, which, But if you get fired, do you still have I that 90-day no-compete? I think compete? so. I think you always have that at the end of your contract, whether it's termination or whatever, you still have a 90-day no-compete, which is why you didn't see certain wrestlers that got released from WWE just immediately go to Impact or yeah. TNA Wrestling. Uh because they, they got cut, and then you know they'd wait a little while. And I think it used to be like a 30-day no-compete, yeah. and they've upped it to 90 days. That 90 days would put them at the end of April, would put them in like July of being able to compete for whatever organization that, they wanted and that, to. And be honest, that's two months out yeah. from Double or Nothing. Yeah, I mean, that's... So, so if they was to end it now, 90 days from now, yeah, that would be close. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I think that's still past... Yeah, I mean, it, it would May. put it three months from now would put it uh, mid May, which would be well. Yeah, that'd be just in time close. then. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, speaking of AEW and uh, all or nothing, double or nothing, um, who do you think Cody Rhodes' opponent's going to be? Because they did this thing, and it, it's probably been revealed by now. Hopefully not. But if if it hasn't, they did this thing last week or two weeks ago on what they call their their channel on YouTube, what they call being the elite. Yeah. Uh, they did this thing where they were scrolling through pictures like of matchup cards like little eight by 10 matchup cards that they had. And you know, one of them is the women's match. It's a triple threat match. And they scroll through and they scroll to Cody's picture. And Brandy looks at Cody and goes, what the hell is this? And you don't see the opponent. The opponent's blurred out. I seen that. And he goes, well, you know, that's my opponent. And like, they're shocked and like everything. So, but you don't know who it is. So somebody said that the one clue they gave was this. T- it's, it's personal this time. So they were talking, well, maybe it's Flip Gordon. Well, can't be Flip Gordon because he's still under contract from Ring of Honor unless they let him out, which yeah. they probably would. But could it be, you know, rumors have swirled about Undertaker leaving. Could it be Taker, you know? Wow. Uh, could it be Could it be Goldust? Could it be, you know, there's all these people. Could it be Ted DiBiase? You know, like he Junior, hasn't, Ted yeah, DiBiase he Jr. Hasn't, yeah, I haven't heard anything about him in a while. But – I mean, and it could be a WWE guy that they can't show right now because his contract's not completely up. Uh, I do find it funny that everybody that we have mentioned that might be going to, uh, you know, AEW or the rumors like the revival. We talked, me and you talked about them, and it's been rumored that they were unhappy for the longest time. They put the tag titles on them. Zack Ryder was unhappy. Did you see their 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 one of their most recent tweets? Yeah, it said complain long complain enough. long <laughs> enough, and you'll get what you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Zack Ryder, who who was always complaining about being unhappy, and there was rumors, well, he might just go to AEW. 
they started using him like on TV. And it's just funny that they start using these people. Um, but I think AEW's got to be very careful when they sign these former WWE wrestlers that they don't do what TNA wrestling did, which is bring them in and be like, okay, well, now you're the biggest guy here. And that basically makes your whole promotion look like the minor leagues if you're bringing in a guy and going, all right, you're our champion now, and you were a mid-carder in WWE, but you're yeah. our champion now, and all of us suck compared to you. They've got to do it smart, and I think they will. I think they'll they'll make it a, a lot smarter of a uh, of a choice. But uh, more wrestling news, and this, like I said, this is probably a little older, uh, was what released, well, when we filmed this, what released yesterday on Twitter that had two superstars trending on Twitter for reasons that you wouldn't want to be trending for. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, and it was, it, you know, it was basically. Do you want uh, me to read it? Yeah, go ahead. It, it was, it wasn't on Twitter. It was actually, it was, it was actually on, it was on, on Instagram. Instagram. But it, it started trending, trending on it Twitter. Trending on Twitter. Twitting on Twitter. It was from uh, Corey Graves' wife. Yeah. And uh, it's Stay Down Inc. is her Instagram name. And she pretty much just put a picture of, her, Corey, and the three kids. Corey Graves is right. her husband. She put a picture of the them and the th three kids together, yeah. and then she put, "This may be totally below me, but to do this may be totally below me to do, but I'm hurt. I'm sad. I've put eleven years into supporting a man to accomplish his dream, only for him to punch me in the gut. I've been through suicide attempts." Alcoholism, among Alcohol, alcoholism, alcoholism, <laughs> alcoholism. I've heard it pronounced other ways. <laughs> you asshole. I'm not alcohol. <laughs> among so much more with him and stuck by his side. The kicker is finding out that he's been sleeping with one of our daughter's role models all along. Coach K at Carmel <laughs> from from North Carolina <laughs> at Carmela WWE and. At WWE Graves, I Yikes. hope you guys are happy. I really do. Wow. Yeah. I mean. So that was that was <sighs> trending yesterday. Corey yes. Graves and Carmella was trending. And everybody was like, well, dude. Like, I, I don't know how many times I saw this. Listening to his commentary, I would have thought it was Mandy Rhodes. Oh, yeah. But he, any guy. Any yeah. guy would be that way towards Mandy Rhodes. I and, know I would. And then somebody tweeted, uh, you know, the fact that, you know, Carmella has been involved with so many guys that gotten fired Due to like weird circumstances, like yeah. Big Cass got fired because of a confrontation he had with her. Uh, to be and, fair, the Usos and somebody else saw everything. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't doubt that. I'm, know, I'm not saying she caused it. I'm just saying she was in a, the in the a mix. part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enzo, who she was, you know, you know, friends with, got fired because of the whole thing. And then uh, what's his name? No chin guy that was Ellsworth. Ellsworth. Uh, who was doing whatever he was doing? She was managing him at the time, and then or he was managing her. Um, and then now with with Corey Graves, this is like another scandal. It's like wow, she's in the she's kind of in the mix of all these people, and it's not you know that's not her fault. Uh, you know, and I like Corey Graves, and here was my initial thought on this. It's like, well, this is his business, and I know the woman was hurt. She probably shouldn't have put it out. They should have handled it internally. Now Aaron you can't laundry. say what's for her to do. Exactly. No, 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 no. But but I'm saying my thing is it's like okay, she aired it, but my thing is it's like, gosh, you know, I you know I'm I'm not the one that says hey this is wrong this is right, but she got it out there knowing that this is going to affect him and his work and his job and everything. But the thing I didn't like was 
they started show, she started posting text messages between him and her. Oh, I didn't see that. And he actually told her in there, and she blocked a lot of the text message out with saying, this is where he's threatening to sue me. Yeah. Uh, and people are wondering what, what in the world was she blocking out there? Cause it was stuff he was saying, like, you know, uh, you haven't been and blah, blah, blah. And the first thing he said was, ha ha ha, are you drunk? And she said something like, no, I'm hurting. I'm at the, I'm at my job. I've been balling for an hour. And then all of a sudden it's like the next message that he writes, it just goes, this is where he threatens to sue me. And right under that is where, you know, he says, cause so, so everybody was thinking, well, maybe she was, you know, supposed to be, I don't know if she's like sober or supposed to be in the AA or something, yeah. but everybody was saying, well, maybe saying that she didn't go to her meetings or she shouldn't be drinking or something like that. That was speculation though. But, uh, what it said under that was, well, this is where I don't agree with him. And this is where I was like, that's pretty shitty. He told her, he's like, well, you need to take all that stuff down. Uh, I've already talked to WWE and they're talking about suing you. Hell no. What would WWE sue her for? (laughs) Uh, You know, defamation is only whenever it's not true, correct? Right. But, I mean, if you're saying my husband cheated on me with Carmella, I mean... That's not... Yeah. I mean, what can uh, WWE do? I mean, mean, honestly, you can sue anybody for anything. It's going to get thrown out most of the times. And if you're in one of those states that make you pay the court cost... Which I think should be the thing. If you sue somebody and it gets thrown out, you should have to pay the court cost. Because oh yeah, that I would end frivolous lawsuits completely. Uh, now this is coming from somebody that doesn't understand law, lawyering. You and, never passed the bar? No, I didn't. Oh shit, <laughs> I hadn't passed the bar, but I know a little bit enough that you won't legally search my shit. <laughs> That's some Jay Z stuff for you. Anyway. I was gonna say you knew it. You've been to a bar. You ain't never passed one. I don't never pass one. I don't never pass one. I stop. <laughs> I spray a little WD-40 on my drinking arm, and I go in there. (laughs) But no, I mean... (laughs) No, I mean, honestly, man, it's just... I don't. I think that's where he comes off as like kind of like Douchey. an asshole. It's like he's threatening her. It's like basically saying, "You better take that down, or they're going to sue you." Or the big bad wolf. And you will know get that's you. a lie. Yeah, you know that's a lie. Uh, I mean, you, and I like I like Graves. I'm like one of the only ones that likes his commentary, I guess, because you read things on on Twitter all the time where everybody's like, "Oh man, he sucks." And I was like, "I don't think he, so." I think he reminds me of like uh, Bobby Heenan type. Yeah, I mean, only I, he's not he's not as witty, but he he does say a lot of good stuff. Now, yeah. How much of that's fed to him, I don't know. Right. And I mean, you, you got to think that it's better than. And I I know I'm going to get probably some people going. Oh, what did you mean by that? But you know, what's uh, Michael Cole and, and on Raw because I watch Raw more than anything. But Michael Cole and what's her name? Um, Renee uh, Young. Renee Young. If you ever listen to their commentary, you could almost play a drinking game with how many times they're going to say "oh." Like on a, it's 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 the Corey Macklin big move, big move there. It's like somebody hit a big move and one of them go "oh." Oh, and you can like <laughs> big I, I, move. I dare man. you to listen to Raw and just tally it up how many times they say "oh," and see who wins because it's like almost like like the uh, Super Troopers thing where who could say "meow" the most. You know, it's like right who meow? can you know, like "meow," right? "Meow," but it's like that. It's like they have a bet going with who can say "oh" the most in the middle of a match. Like somebody hits a big kick, one of them goes "oh," <laughs> and you wonder if they're fed that by the same person. That's why there's like that parallel thinking. Or if they're just 
kind of both doing it out of out of spontaneous spontaneousness spontane spontaneity <laughs> spontaneity <laughs> spontaneity but you're wondering they're like be more like david crockett right when you, when you when you're the announcer but you you wonder what they're doing he got it. Oh. <laughs> one two he got it oh, no two count <laughs> but i mean you wonder what's going on there because you're like man they're really doing doing dueling banjos with o's and now it's now you've heard it you'll never unhear it so no. look up a clip but Man, like I said, we're two weeks out on that, or a week and a half out now on the Corey Graves stuff. So, but I mean, that's well. Let me ask you this: Do you think that it's going to hurt him, like professionally? I don't think it's going to hurt him too much. I mean, hell, they uh, you know somebody released a sex tape with Xavier Woods, and they actually kind of somebody. <laughs> well, well, it was I, like a three way. Well, to me. it was it was it was hacked. It was hacked, and somebody released that. Oh, you could tell on some of them that it was recorded off of like a TV screen. Even yeah, I mean the the one that got hacked actually had Xavier Woods in it, and then like the next week on Raw, they uh, some the New Day looked at him and was like, hmm. Pretty interesting week, huh? Exactly. Yeah, I remember he was that. just sitting there smiling like, uh-oh. <laughs> so I don't He's think like, you all know about Bang Page. Now, this would be a different thing if it was like a scandal, like as far as, you know, like Ellsworth or something like that. Yeah. It would hurt him. But this is just, you know, I, hopefully WWE looks at this and goes, this is personal. Just y'all figure it out. Right. Um, you know, the only thing I hate about it is there's three kids involved. Young kids, too. Yeah, very young kids. and But – the the nature of that beast though you know i know you've all you've heard it from my uncle before yeah. i mean the wrestling is not a family man's business no and, and you you know i hate it but it's true there's a lot of temptation yeah. and when you're seen on that national stage all the time you become a heartthrob especially to people that you're around all the time yeah you got that interaction with yeah but and he and he's been on the road with this person and and the way it sounded like in some of those text messages too it's like they were unhappy for a while this wasn't like something out of the blue so i right. mean not that that makes it any better but well, no but there's ways to handle breakups yeah well hopefully that ends a little bit more uh amicably amicably <laughs> we'll go with that we, well i hope so we hope there's a happy ending yeah legit. especially for the kids sake but that's gonna about do it for us this week josh if they want to find us on twitter how do they do that we are at p3 radio the number one and on facebook you can go in your search bar type in pop poncho you bound to see us there and our number if you want to text us or give us a a message of uh, encouragement of hope or uh um. You know, uh, oh, um, oh, or, oh. Um, um. I'm trying to think on the fly, man. If you want to belittle us, if you want to give um. us whatever, give us your money, we'll, we'll give you an address. Yes. But our telephone number is 731-300-6675. And of course, you can find all of our shows on our archives, by the way, you're listening to them now on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, however you listen to our show right now. You can find our archives there and find some good interviews, some good segments. And There is a Headbanger Mosh interview in somewhere. there somewhere. Just keep looking. Just keep looking. Listen I've to, seen the file. Listen to all of them, and you'll eventually That may be the Easter it. egg we was yeah. talking about last show. <laughs> well, that's going to do it for us. For Josh Brawley, this has been Richard Mulliken saying thanks for listening, and good night. <laughs>